What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. I had a different episode planned for today, but sometimes life presents me with some reflective moments from the most simplest of things. And at that point, I can't stop but keep obsessing over that thought. And I can't think of any place better than to expand on it and capture it. So in my usual spirit of awakening through metaphors, I couldn't help but notice something beautiful about the perfect course of nature that can be seen as an extracted lesson in all of life. I'm calling it for my reference, for my soul to have a shortcut to reconnect with this beautiful perspective in the future. I'm calling it the coconut water practice. I'll start with a little bit of background. In this current phase of my life in a tropical country, I am blessed to have fresh coconuts delivered to my house daily. That means on a daily basis, I get some electrolytes from Mother Nature. Now, what's so beautiful about this and that sparked this thought is it's always a surprise how much water is inside the coconut. We've even changed vendors that deliver coconuts to our house because one maybe wasn't sourcing from the right place and consistently had less water. But it's always a surprise. Being that it's always a surprise, there are many days the water is overflowing and two cups are required to drink it all. And each one of us get a coconut each. So again, it's a gamble on whose coconut has how much. But there's usually an abundance to satiate each of us for our expected portions. We always have enough, usually a cup and a half, two cups for each of us. Other days, the coconut water that comes out barely fills half a cup. But on those days, the color is completely white, almost milky, instead of clear or translucent when there's an abundance, when there's two cups. Usually that means there's more flavor in the less quantity. Meaning, on the days you don't get a lot to drink, your loss is offset by the sweetest of drinks God has made. And I couldn't help but admire how beautiful that was. Almost so much that each day with this, each presented quantity of coconut water becoming its own beautiful, delectable surprise for me has taught my being to automatically be pleasantly receptive to each day and its surprise. I recognized this the other day, this automatic tendency when being given a poured glass of coconut water the other day. I was told, I'm sorry, there's not a lot of coconut water that came out today. And I immediately responded with, that means it must be sweet. And I couldn't help but reflect on how much I would benefit if I applied this practice to every other aspect to my life. Jocko Willink has a savage way of describing this that comes to mind immediately as I'm talking about this. It has the same spirit. He says, whatever comes to you in life, respond with, good. Lost your job? Good. Went broke? Good. Wife left you? 
good. In every loss, there's a gain. It's always good. We fail to see it in the moment, and expectedly so. We aren't skilled at appreciating what is left behind from what is gone. But this practice is a matter of a disposition to choose. It's a practice, something you get stronger at. Most of our human days are spent measuring deficit instead of appreciating what else is. There's a lot of beauty in the insatiable nature of our desires that I don't necessarily prescribe diffusing either. But like most things that work in tension with each other, we can't lose sight of what is for what can be. What is is really the only thing real. And when it is lost, it is often cherished in disproportionate amounts to the care and consideration given when it was present. We should learn from that. As much as I appreciate the desire for more and the wanting to fill your cup, there is a lot to be said for savoring and appreciating the sweetness of what half fills it now. To avoid beating this metaphor to death, I'll ask you to fill in the blank and let your imagination run wild of where else in life you are failing to appreciate what is in front of you because you're so focused on getting somewhere else. I heard something once that said, you'll get to the success that you're looking for, but it won't feel like it to you. And that's what I battle with personally. This tension between constantly trying to get to the next thing and never being satisfied with where we are sometimes puts us in a place where we only see the gap of where we are trying to go from where we are and not appreciating that even where we are standing is something of gold. And I'm not trying to slow down your progress. If anything, I come on here every time and encourage the momentum of it. But that doesn't mean it's in conflict or should compromise your appreciation of what is. And if you catch yourself fearful, avoidant, or anxiety-ridden in any particular realm in your life, apply this practice. There may be something you're focused on that is taking away from just appreciating what you already have in front of you. And then cherish the beautiful course that nature takes. Sure, you can affect it. Change sources, but seasons are seasons and nature prevails. When the poor isn't abundant, delight in the shot of the sweet nectar. Tomorrow is another coconut. I love you, family. Please share the show. See you in the next one.